You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit PlanetBcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Trumley Virtual, and we here in the podcast studio have internet celebrity Beck Petraeus. Yes, yes, I am the internet celebrity Beck Petraeus. Welcome back. Now, we never plan anything for the podcast, right? But for weeks now, Al's been telling me, we're going to get back on, and I'm going to call her an internet celebrity. That's literally the only thing that has ever been planned you know for this what? I show. I think it's the only reason I'm on here, because he told me to. He was like, <laughs> Beck, I'm going to get you on. I'm going to call you an internet celebrity. I was like, yeah. Al, why are you doing that? It's, well, it's the most... I'm, I mean nothing on the internet. No one knows who I am. It's the most, it's the most planning I've ever done for anything <laughs> in my life. And I felt like the, I, this is how planning works. You come up with the idea, right? And then you tell two people, yes. and then yep. you do it twice. And then that's your that's your plan. So I'm this pretty is mu- pretty much sure that that's how the Beatles started, right? Yeah. So they said we're going to be we're going to be the greatest band who's ever in the world. Yes. What do you think, George? George? What do you think, Paul? Well, Paul, I'm going to tell you that we're the greatest band ever, and we're going to tell people that. And he's like, I'm going to tell them that we're bigger than Jesus. Yeah, you should do now that. Now you're getting yeah. it. That's it. Okay, uh, then. Up. Are they like early proponents of the secret? Love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I didn't the Beatles. Know this. The so Beatles. they were like, <laughs> we're going to be the best band. And then they made like a scrapbook, I guess. And then, yeah. and that's mm. how they did it. Well, well, I mean, if by scrapbook you mean hugely successful career, Beck. Yeah. And oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Okay, or, or the cover of the Sgt. Pepper's album, which, which would have been oh. like scrapbooking. Yeah. It was very what much, it was very much uh, an image in which they put themselves amongst the greats. Which is a little bit cocky, I gotta say. <laughs> I mean, it was lucky that they were great. Yes. No, no, um, no. They weren't great before they put themselves in there, made themselves great. Well, you don't. That's we don't know secret. when. Yeah, exactly. We don't know when they made that that cover. We don't know when they made that album. Nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. could. We, we're not say. sure when they made that, or like th- th- nobody's really looked into it. When will we somebody just... write the history of the, <laughs> the Beatles? Beatles? Come on, <laughs> get on it. They're we the just... World War Two of music. Everybody agrees. <laughs> Nobody's interested in looking into them or no. where they came from. Okay, yeah. Their origins are not of interest to us. But I'm saying, look, all I'm saying, just humbly putting it out there, that maybe there might be, I don't know, a pamphlet in it or something, you know? And I think people could be interested to read that. At least a tumbler. A tumbler. A tumbler about the Beatles, who are they, what do they look like, you know? And then people will be like, you know what? I really, really passionately appreciate their music. But it's never occurred to me to ask myself what they look like. I'm going to check out this Tumblr. <laughs> and that is how uh, uh, things get made. <laughs> now I've told you oh. two guys about it. I'm going to make that. Well, that's the way I planning think... works, as we pre-established. <laughs> yes. L- luckily, we, we told an internet celebrity, so we're going to be able to use their fan base. Yes. Oh. To spread yeah, this out. I've got so much influence. <laughs> That's good. Social media influencer. That's me. Oh, it hurts. No, influenza. Beck and, is always oh, yeah. sick. That's true. <laughs> always. And, but, and always in front of a computer. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow those two are connected. I'm the internet Hulk. Yeah. I'm Hulk? always sick. <laughs> is the Hulk always sick? No, he, well... In a way, I mean, his anger is a sickness. <laughs> I, I suppose the, he's the sort green, of... the traditional colour of sickness. <laughs> That's true, and jealousy. Mm. Mm. He's sick with jealousy. That could be it. Yes, um, I'm sniffly. You wouldn't like me when I'm sniffly. Uh, look, I've written down uh, the idea that Sergeant Pepper's the album cover was a vision board that they created early on, yeah, where they put great. themselves amongst yep. the greats. 
It was uh, quite the vision board because they prophesied the existence of Jimi Hendrix. That's just quite good. Absolutely. Well, he was a, he would have been alive at the time, right? Yeah. Well, I guess so. It's not that impressive. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Predicting the existence of Jimi Hendrix when he still in, he, when he does exist. Yeah. If he's alive at the time. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Like you know they. And then they predicted a lot of people that had happened already before in the past. That was unbelievably... Is that how predictions work? Well, that's what makes them all the more uh, impressive. Okay. In a way, they were predictions. Yep. In a way. Yeah. If you say it that way, and you say that they were... He was dictating things that had already happened. Predictions. Uh, That is what that means. Yeah. Correct. But, um, Alistair, but I also think that there's something in the idea of somebody not... We, we, this, this universe we created where no one's looked into the history of the Beatles. Of the Beatles, right? yeah. Okay. Like, you know, that there, mm. there might be something in it. Sure, yeah. So Now, now but, but, but I, I prefer the version of the world where, for some reason, nobody's interested in it, Right. And then rather than the version of the world where it's just one person who thinks that nobody's looked into it, right? Yeah. But I think my my preferred world is, you know, as is so often the case, the harder one to create. You know, we can imagine a better world. Yeah. But can how do we get there? Well, it's it's crazy because at the moment it's it's easy to imagine that somebody, uh, you know, people would look into it because so many people love it. Yes. Right. But but. But how do you get this guy to try to convince people that it's good when not very many people like it? Well, uh, no, but I think everybody likes it, but nobody's paid any attention it's to it. It's always existed. Like, you know, the, the sky. Yeah, You're just right. like, oh, it's been there. There's always been the Beatles. the Beatles. There's never been a moment there hasn't been. So people, why would be people, Maybe it's like science, like the Big Bang. It's like people are, you know, we've, we've, we take this for granted, mm. but people are now speculating that there might have been a time before the Beatles existed, and then there might have been a moment at which they came into being. Yes. Yeah, right. And I've heard that there are some theories that there's actually multi-Beatles. Oh, wow. And that they think that in different places there may have been other Beatles, uh, you know, obviously that we can't see that are outside no, of our yeah. perception no, and things like maybe that. Maybe playing at, at, a, uh, at a frequency that's higher than our ears can Yeah, because it, it seems unlikely that the Beatles would come into existence, but when Once you realize... You that they did... That they did... Uh, <laughs> But it's even more unlikely. But is the Beatles like one of those things? You know when you're sitting in bed at night and you've got nothing else in your mind and you're like, oh, no, how does life work? Where am I going? Where do we die? The Beatles. Like, is that where it fits in? So people don't want to think about it. Because right. It's, because it's, it's, it's like so like contemplating ingrained. the infinite. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's, it, it's, it's hard for our heads to, to no. imagine a world in which the Beatles don't And it's exist. unpleasant. This is a bit of a divergence. But you know how we're always like um, – listening to the sky to try and get radio signals from aliens. Right? Um, yes. What if we we tap into that, right? We actually find mm-hmm. it and we, we actually can watch their television or listen to their radio or, some, or something. Mm-hmm. And it's all really, really bad. <laughs> Even so, so somehow we do manage to get to convert it into yeah. English. Yeah, mm. and we re- and it's very, very poor, like production quality. Like their storytelling is like really clumsy. Ooh. But what know? if that's what the aliens? What if that's their, you know, Breaking Bad? What if that's their high quality drama? Yeah, well, they think is, they're going they through a golden great. age of television. Yes, <laughs> but that's a good way to go. We've got so much of that shit to give them as like an offering and go like, oh, here's all the nanny, you know? Like, that, that, yeah, is, that, that would be really big. Like as ter- in terms of a new mm. streaming mm. market, it, I guess it would be like when Australia <laughs> um, got access to Netflix, mm. right? And that has really precipitated the death of our local t- content production market. Definitely yeah. a lot right. of precipitation. Yeah, and, and like... Then, but then, if we start broadcasting and selling streaming services to alien worlds because we've got such good television, are they going to implement quotas so that we have to make a certain oh. amount of alien content in order to get a broadcast but license? I think it's not just that. It's the fact that 
a lot of people talk about aliens invading or us invading another mm, planet, mm. us trying to conquer them. Yes. What if we don't need to conquer them? Right. What if we just drip feed them bad sitcoms until they sort of become, I guess, sort of wally, those wally humans? Okay. So, like, we try to defeat another alien race yes. just by... Too many home improvement episodes. War, like, you know, in World of the, War of the Worlds, right, it was the simple bacteria already living in our atmosphere that simple. the aliens mm. weren't able to cope with. They had these huge, you know, machines mm-hmm. and stuff, but they died from the common cold. And they cold, had that great, right? that great music that went along with them. They, and da, they, I don't know. Da, 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 <laughs> that music. That's it. That's great. Da, 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 da. Um, and... Then, but what if they're also like not able to resist the temptations of our pop culture? So they just spend all their time on the couch and become really, really fat and oh. lazy. And then they're and then they whole, die from heart disease. Their whole world becomes a huge welfare state. <laughs> <laughs> you know and that. You know, but they're just so filled with compassion. Yes, which is why their stories don't need to be that interesting because they feel so much emotion oh, based off of the the simplest, like you yep. know, the simplest viewings of another the, person's experience. So yeah. they're able to like instantly connect, and obviously, like they love their stories, their soaps, right? They're totally into that stuff. And, so, and so that's why when we show them something that is ours, which is not even that good, but it's just so good compared to you know, they they start really. Uh, Relating to uh, you know Tim Allen's wife, <laughs> you know, and her plight, and they just get they become couch potatoes. Yeah, I have been wondering for a while who uh, there's a, there's all this Snapchat stuff, right? Where mm-hmm. you can click and like look at people's lives from all over the world, and a lot of it is like we're at a festival. I think this is for them. I haven't known who. The audience of this right. is for. Yeah. And I think it's for these things. Of course. So let's not waste all our beautiful on these people. Let's give let's give them all the Snapchats. Let's f- just I reckon maybe that's where the Snapchats go. Wait, wait, Especially wait. your boring ones. Well, where wait 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 wait. Where do all the box sets of home improvement go? <laughs> I don't understand. We've so wait sorry. so wait we have to leave them here with us. <laughs> I think we can use them later as ammo for as some a, sort of gun. They're quite Spain. pointy. Oh, yeah. You could imagine future ninjas using sort of discarded DVDs mm. as sh- shurikens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, sharpen the edge. Um, I think uh, that's uh, very good. I think it's cultural war of the worlds. Culture war oh, of the worlds. That's very good. Is, is what we're, uh, we're going to maybe call it. And then there's... Still a, a further iteration of this that may be nothing, Goss, but uh, but like you know how we're always complaining about the Americanization, or maybe Beck, you're too young to know about this, but we we, the, we complain <laughs> about the maybe too famous, <laughs> yeah, too famous, too much influence. <laughs> the uh, the the Americanization of um Australia of Australian culture, right? I don't know if you've heard of this, Beck. Uh, people complain <laughs> that we've got too much American stuff and that we. Um, <laughs> I've Andy. never heard of Stop this. Stop talking down to Beck. <laughs> but once we like, once we we made the Simpsons, in, yeah. Once we tap the Simpsons is our thing. <laughs> no, Beck, no, you're I so remember. naive. Did we make it started with that Australian episode, and then the Simpsons <laughs> went to America, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then the rest of it's taken place I over think there. That's the way that works. It's like MythBusters. It, yeah, it, it was an originally a fish out of water kind of story, <laughs> right? But then we thought, what if the, we put these fish in water? <laughs> And then that ran for 25 seasons so far. Give them three eyes. <laughs> off they go. We put them in water and they really thrive. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it was way better. They seemed out of place. Well, the fish out of water, <laughs> we were fish like... fish out of water scenario. We had a look at that. We were like, well, they'll be dead in half an hour. Yeah. Well, especially with better all those Australians them chasing them. It was very hard to find another place to go with, with the rest of the story after they had chased them out of Australia and everybody in the country hated them. It was, uh, yeah. So they kind of just plopped them into some liquid. Um, uh, but, but like, once we tap into the alien radio signals and we start we say, saying this is the way it goes, we get their culture and their TV, there will be, like, people complaining about, like, the alienification of Earth culture and how, like, we're wearing our, you know, our baseball caps upside down or whatever, like they do on the planet Zimbon. Zimbon. 
I, I would like if there was a, if this planet just this is just a special detail that doesn't need to be you know it's not crucial, but if the only way that you can say it is by three people barber quartet style barbershop quartet <laughs> style they go Zimbon 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 Zimbon. Thank you guys. That was perfect. I'm <laughs> <laughs> real sorry, Mac. Yeah, it's okay. I forgot what barbershop quartet Mate, was. I thought it I was just quiet. I just got out my. Uh, I just brought out my razor and and and, and uh, whatever the hand scissors things is. Um, hand well, scissors. You, <laughs> what you're referring to there is, of course, the uh, the choir shop barbers. Who oh, were yes. a, <laughs> There's a, there's 160 close harmony singers who <laughs> descend into local barbershops and all work together to cut somebody's hair. It was a cultural phenomenon popular in the early 70s, it's sort of a response to a lot of the... <laughs> was that like, um, sort of like, you know, when violins come by your table while you're eating food? Was it the same sort of thing where you got to just act like it's fine and just... <laughs> You just keep you go. Like, oh, thank you. That's what they do with oh. all their with their with all their laid off chefs. Is they go, look, you're terrible at cooking. But what you could do is you could screw two of those knives together to make a scissors. <laughs> well, yeah. But it, but it, whoa, a chef who's like also a barber. You know, like have you ever seen those coffee shops that are also have like you know uh, hairdressers in them? And you go. I don't want to hair. be eating food I don't where the people are so cutting much hair. Like it would be a miracle if you didn't find a hair in your food, right? It's already a miracle. It's, <laughs> that's true. I never wore a hairnet. None of the chefs, I, no one, when I was working in the kitchen, no one wore a hairnet. No. Well, or a harness. That's why. That and we were all shedding constantly from stress. He and worked, scratching he worked, a lot. He worked exclusively with Labradors. Yeah. yeah. Is there good stuff in here to eat? I, Oil. I've definitely tried, and I don't think I've got much out of it. You've tried. Yeah, I've eaten. Oh, hair. we've all sat around a native hair or two. I feel like also uh, barbers mixed with chefs. We just made Sweeney Todd in that situation. They did eat hair, I guess, really? but they yes. also ate other things like Man. everything. Yeah, like noses and mm. eyeballs. Oh, I should watch that. Um, but <laughs> is that a? Well, no, you can't. It's Johnny Depp, and he's. Oh, hey there. I'm still, uh, I'm still doing uh, Hunter S. Thompson there uh, fucking 30 years later. and uh, Well, oh. yes, and also the domestic stuff. Yeah, he's not he's not good now. Oh, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that too. Fresh yeah. fresh, <laughs> fresh reports. And, uh, you know, hello. and uh, <laughs> I, I'm still Hunter S. Thompson. I'm still... Uh, s- s- uh, no. s- making his Get name out of this worse. podcast. Okay, uh, Get out of this podcast. Anyway, uh, hey, when's the last Get time uh, uh, an actor cooked a meal for you? No. Um, okay, so, but... Okay, okay, wait. Okay, I, Beck, but you mentioned the thing about the people who come up to your table and play yes. music while you're eating, right? Yes. What about people who come up to your table and start cutting your hair, right? <laughs> <laughs> Haircut, or like, or it's like the lady with the roses, who's yeah. like, you know, roses for the lady, but it's like, but it's other services <laughs> like that. Yeah. And she goes, haircut for the lady. And you're like, on a date, you go, Oh fuck! I'm gonna now. I've got to pay for a haircut. I'm gonna look like an asshole if I don't buy my date. But I I think. But I think. What's what? What are those bands that that do that? Mariachi. Mariachi bands, right? Like, see, the thing is, they come up and they just start playing, right? So it'd be worse if they came up and they just started snipping away. And then once they've started, like, you're like, oh, well, I got at least got to get them to even it up. Yeah. Would it be worse? I think I'm for this. I think it's great. I hate I hate the the worst part of getting a haircut is deciding to get a haircut and needing to go to the place. Yeah, having a haircut thrust upon you, I can get on board with this. Mm. Like surprise, <laughs> we've dealt with this situation for you. Might not be the best outcome, but you know it's been done. They they start at the back and you don't realise they're even there until they get to the fringe. <laughs> they work their way around. Yeah. If they're good. If they're good. If they're good. And especially if the music that's playing in the restaurant is very snippy. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of maracas yep. and uh, well, washboards. If they just play that, <laughs> that bit that you were singing from the, was it the Chariots of Fire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <but> the... <laughs> snip, 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 snip. Like that. But then they just loop that bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> Are there foods that you can eat that make you sound like you're making scissor noises? Oh, let's see. Ch- eating corn ch- chips yeah. can well, at yeah, least maybe block out a lot of... All so, nachos. I guess it's, it's, it's it all makes sense for the mariachi uh, hairdressers <laughs> to be there. <laughs> oh, especially if there's somebody in your ear with a trumpet while the other yeah. person's cutting your hair. Yeah. <laughs> 
That'll do it. That'll, That'll cover it. <laughs> it's all mariachi playing the chariots of fire theme on trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> while other mariachi... Snip, snip, snip. <laughs> it just seems in place. <laughs> it's a hairdresser who's also a percussionist. You know? Ooh. Yeah. Is it a one-man band? I actually now, if it's a one-man band oh, sort of person. Well, then they've got to be cutting your hair with their knees or something, don't they? Oh, that'd be an interesting haircut. That feels like, you know, one of those ones that might get on YouTube and it'll be like, ooh, look, look at this amazing <laughs> haircut. You get it with your knees. Like, I think that's a selling point too. Like, I, this is all just a good I business. Could, I could imagine somebody doing that maybe with, like, with the clippers, using their knees to sort of oh, run like, the clippers up your head. What about, oh. like, if you had a blade, a blade on each thigh? Oh, yeah. The inside I'm of each listening. Thigh, and then the legs essentially become a scissor. Well, what you do, I got, look, that's good. Mm. That's really good. But what you do is you have a bunch of people standing yes. with la- uh, with blades on the inside of their thighs. And then somebody who wants a haircut crawls between their legs. <laughs> sort of, it's kind of like, it's like the like a car wash version, you know, mm. like an automatic car wash version, but for a haircut. Yes. And But it still employs people. <laughs> Many people. Yeah. And you just run your and head doctors. along the sides of the of, of, of their legs. So you sort of you run your hair against their inner thigh as you crawl yeah. between their legs where and the blades are. Where the blades are. Where the blades are. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it it takes it look, so here's what it is. It uses both automation. Yes. Right? How? But also how does it use automation? In that in that nobody is doing anything. <laughs> I don't think you know what automation is, yeah. Alice. No, but look. Okay, so there's what one. What if it's a treadmill? Okay, okay, it's so a treadmill, and you put the do you, person. Do you, on you the regard like rotting fruit as automation? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Nature. Oh, the wonders of technology. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So the the only thing that instead of person crawling between the legs is that their hands are tied to the to some rope <laughs> like that and oh, so then they're being dragged yeah and so they're being dragged and like a carcass yeah it's and it's and then the, the, that rope is attached to a self-driving car <laughs> and yep. then it pulls them between the legs of the people that are standing there like that and then it cuts their hair as it goes through it's basically just you know let's call Elon Musk i reckon <laughs> i reckon you'll have him at self-driving car <laughs> You know, because he's always looking for new applications of his technology. Exactly. You tell him, look, I've got something for you, Elon. Obviously, I think <laughs> I he have... might be sensitive around hair cutting topics, but other than that. Why do you think he'd be sensitive? Because apparently that? he's got uh, hair plugs. Apparently he was balding a lot about uh, 15 years ago. But and I feel now like he's he got, would a, be interested he's in got a thick head of hair. Yeah, well, because he needs to maintain those hair, that hair that he has now obtained. Mm. And I think mm. you just go, I've got two words for you, mate. Knife knees, <laughs> and, then, and then it's perfect. Okay. But see, oh, yeah. oh, I, I, I think I think when you say you've got two words for someone, they need to be words that are sort of self-explanatory in some way. They kind of stand alone. No, not not <laughs> two saying, words that then require several thousand pages no. of text. Elon would love explain. some mystery. No, Elon would understand immediately. He's a smart man. He'd go knife knees. Oh, autom- He's already got automated it. hair uh, cutting. I'll get this self-driving Wash. vehicle and the rope. I think <laughs> I think the only thing that would have to be explained after you say knife knees is that you would have to explain that this isn't a blade that has knees. This is knees that have blades. But hold on. And then he'd go, right, I'm on. I like the idea. That would of be a... his only question. So would a knife knee have still have the sharp bits and then like a hinge? Oh, mm. that's a a terrible idea. (laughs) A blade with a hinge in the middle that would just like flop around. around. It's perfect. It bends back towards you. (laughs) I think knives are too easy these days. Yeah, Kids have got it too easy. They buy their knives, they go stabbing. What if they were harder to use and potentially could hurt you a lot? There have to be consequences. Um, Yes. What about you've got a... You've got a long, you've got a broad sword, a long broad sword, right? Long and broad. Long and broad. No, 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 it's a thin sword. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, it's a long, thin sword. Possibly, uh, possibly a a man is wielding it, possibly a woman. Wow. Right? That's good you've Look at her go. Okay, now, 
And the woman has agency. <laughs> just letting you know. Okay. The man doesn't? No. Okay. <laughs> We're very equal. He's enslaved. He's to the... enslaved to the, <laughs> sl- to the blade. <laughs> He's just a sl- <laughs> oh, you know me, mate. I'm a bloody slave to the blade. <laughs> okay. Now, but this sword has a knee in it, right? <laughs> okay, so it's a long sword, but he take, you take the knee and you bend it all the way back. Yes. Right. Right. So, like, like if you were, let's say, if it was a leg, you'd be stretching out the 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 cat, not the calves. The what's the the thighs? The quads. Okay, like that F- folds all the way back, all the way back. You got yourself a short double-edged sword now. <laughs> I know initially you were imagining the sword was double-edged, <laughs> yeah. but I couldn't say single-edged because then you were going to see where I was okay. going. <laughs> all right. So now it's a, it's just it's a sword that sometimes if you want it's just a single edged sword, but it's long, so you got range. Let's say you're fighting, yeah. a, you're you're having a sword battle with a basketballer, right? Right, gives you that extra range. Yeah, like that. Come back, you're fighting a jockey. Yes, I've always you hate sports people, <laughs> right? I've always been in a situation where I'm like this this sword. It's got too many edges. Exactly. Get rid of one of them. <gasps> Here's a great idea: triple edged sword. <laughs> You know that flat bit in between the two edges? That could be sharp. That could be sharp. <laughs> Couldn't we make it really thin? <laughs> Why is it so broad? Hey? What if it's all edge? Oh, but that's crazy. Why not? It's like it's somewhere between a sword and that wire that that mob mobsters use. Like a rotting wire. Yeah. To, well, yeah, I guess a, a, in a way, a lightsaber was that, wasn't it? It was like it was all edge. Yeah, you but know? it's not sharp. It's burning. <laughs> <laughs> what about a piano wire? So, so it's like just a stiff piano wire at the end of a big hilt. <laughs> Is it a hilt? Is that what it's called? The, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, 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 that's the right. Hilt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, and it's just got a, it's the, it's the thinnest of wires, but rigid, <laughs> so rigid. It's like a, like a, forget it. I think we could <laughs> do this, I think we could do this with carbon nanotubes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been, I've been looking for an application for my carbon nanotube this technology. Is, this is the first time I've been worried being on a podcast and being like, oh no, a, a master criminal is going to listen to this and go, oh, these are great, great Absolutely. ideas. You're giving them to the criminals, guys. Especially a criminal that's going to go back in time to the medieval times. It'll yeah. give them a real advantage. <laughs> what? Yeah, because I think that will also, if because once once you get to that point, because it'll be like a like the thinnest of skewers as well. So and it'll, it'll go right through chain mail. Like if you're if you're using it to like th- like mm, just a forward mm. thrust, like a mm. thumbtack, mm. like that, ugh, like that, it'll go right through people because all that force will be will be uh, will be. Tiny points concentrated to here's a tiny my, point. Here's my problem with this whole idea. You're like, oh, I'm obviously going to stab people with my sword. What mm-hmm. about just a nice shish kebab? Like a real Absolutely. long shish kebab. Because the problem with shish kebabs mm-hmm. is... Getting it through get, the chicken. Getting it through the chicken. Absolutely. you got to stab it, stab. Getting it through mostly the like the capsicum, like a hard capsicum. You know what I realised, guys? We, we may have just invented the tandoori chicken stick. <laughs> <laughs> but... See, this is very often the way things go. Mm. Technology that is developed for the military then will finds its way into our day-to-day lives. So mm. soon we will be using carbo nano, carbon nanotubes swords to shish kebab our tandoori <laughs> chicken stick. <laughs> but the, the hard part would be when you travel back in time as a master criminal to the Middle Ages and you say, okay, bring me your carbon nanotubes. They won't, they won't have any. I don't know. I think you're assuming a lot. The past, you know, good old days. There's something oh, in the okay. good old days. Surely in the good old days what, they had carbon nanotubes. What about the good old days, Andy? Well, you what know, the, the Buddhists days? actually <gasps> invented carbon nanotubes really ages ago. You know what I just thought of? I mean, this is still on the mm. same topic, but you know, like graphene. You know, when the, is it graphene that you get from like just putting a sticky tape on onto graphite? Graphite is and that you get yeah. a really thin layer, thin of, layer, and yeah. it's like an atom thick. Yep. Imagine that as a sword. Because <laughs> it's strong, right? Apparently, yeah, but only in one direction. I think I think you'd find it was floppy in the other direction. No, unfortunately, like the sword in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Was there a floppy sword? I think that was the thing. Is that it was a floppy sword? But if you could, if you knew how to wield it, it became rigid. Well, no, but like <laughs> what? if if you could wield the floppy sword, you, then you could have this really thin sword that that would just have unbelievable power. Oh. 
I think it was. Look, I haven't watched all of it. I just I downloaded it about were twenty years ago. Were you going to sleep yeah. a little bit as you were watching? <laughs> I have watched it, and I don't remember I don't there being remember a floppy sword. No, well, there's a, there's definitely a movie that was made in Asia. Yes. <laughs> that was that involved people fighting with swords, and one of the swords was floppy. Because Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon would be a, quite a misleading title, like. Floppy sword. The Adventures of Floppy Sword <laughs> would be. I'd be like, oh, okay. Now I get it. Look, I feel like if people haven't heard about this film, I could maybe get the rights to it and re-release it in the West. <laughs> the Adventures of Floppy Sword. The Adventures of Floppy Sword. I think. I think a floppy sword. It seems like a very much a Mel Brooks kind of idea. I reckon. Oh, let's not get. Look, hey. I think it's time for new blood. I think it's time for new blood. <laughs> I just get Mel Brooks in here. <laughs> Mel's out, okay? How about I make it? I'm starting a new show on TV for Netflix. It's going to be a cutting-edge comedy cutting for edge. the young generation. Floppy edge. sword. Floppy sword? Floppy sword. Get Mel Brooks in here. Ah, God damn it. Anyway, I won't use as many racial slurs as Mel Brooks does. Yeah. Oh, don't make promises you can't. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's bad enough that it's racial, but do you have to slur? I uh, mean, exactly. at least have some diction. <laughs> Enunciate. True. Enunciate. Racist Mel. clarity. It's a racial... It's a, it's, a, it's a clear racial word. Anyway, Beck looks really uncomfortable. It's because this could ruin her celebrity. Oh, that's true. She's got a that's... lot more to lose than us. Yeah. <laughs> All my followers yeah. and my likes. And? And that's probably it. Well, Subscribers? You might... Do you think that like there could be some kind of a tribunal? You know how like in sporting matches, like you can be stripped of your title or you know, you could mm. lose your medals or you could get points taken off for like some sort of breach of the rules, even long after the game is finished. Should there be some kind of social media tribunal that can go through oh. and like deduct likes yes. from, from certain things and mm. you know, retract retweets. Force blocks. Force blocks. You know. Oh, what if? Because then someone could just be banished to never having retweets again or something. Yeah, or you know, you you have like maybe, or maybe just like a a a suspension of like two years, no retweets or something like that. I think this is a great idea. Mm. I'm kind of sad it hasn't happened yet. It feels like something the internet. The internet's a horrible place. It it has thought of all terrible ideas. Mm, So it's it's strange that it hasn't already come up. Well, this is this is this is perfect for Beck's uh, show, Internet Hate Machine, the podcast oh. where you talk about uh, things on the internet. Do you plug in the middle? Well, hey, we know. we plug sometimes. If I first see a, thing, if I see a bloody plug hole, I am going. <laughs> You're gonna put something in it. Yeah, uh, plug. Yes. Sometimes. Thank you, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sometimes the song, the opening song, could be internet hate. Ma- could be internet hate machine. 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 With celebrity back portrayed. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm taking that song. I'm real sorry. Um, yeah. So I like the tribunal idea. Mm. It could be. It's like a penalty box, but yeah. it's like the penalty void. So you mm. go into the penalty void mm. where basically everything you type nobody sees mm. Mm. and uh, or you know or you don't you're not sure you're not sure if anybody sees it but you know that you're definitely not getting any retweets so 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 like but what kinds of things are these issued for so like i mean it's a bit grim but obviously that like those people who pretend to have cancer or something so that they mm. can sell you their their weight loss journey or whatever um, you know, they would have got a lot of, you know, impressions, a lot of Instagram likes and views and plays oh. and that sort of thing. Like, I think the tribunal should be able to deduct a certain number of those or, you know, maybe strike them all. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, obviously, the, the clear punishment for that would be to get cancer. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's clear. I mean, oh, absolutely. I mean, that just feels like that's what that should be. But obviously, I don't, I don't know if the tribunal has the power. The internet. Okay, yeah. To give. 
You know, unless I of course know. the crime is committed by a Tasmanian devil, in which case they have their communicable uh, facial tumours. Um, oh yes. What so, uh, <laughs> if you so are that? you are sentenced to become a Tasmanian devil, and then like maybe there's another. Once layer again, I've got a fear that is outside the purview <laughs> of the tribunal. <laughs> I, don't know, I think it could happen. Okay. Um, so much. Abuse is already occurring within the tribunal once this, <laughs> these people have been given power. They're, they're already overreaching. I mean, I'll tell you what, this facial tumour has been really good for the profile and the amount of money that is put into trying to save the Tasmanian devil. If it mm. turns out that they have been faking it in yeah. order to, you know, sell a book, then, oh, I mean, that is... Absolutely. Uh, you know, think um, all the money they've got that, out of it. Is that why Tasmanian... You know, Tas the Tasmanian... Devil, yeah, Tessie yeah. Devil, yeah. Is is he just is he just a shill? Like, is he is this all is this all just a game to him? Is but is that also why he has so much trouble talking? <laughs> and he spins around so mouth, much, he's real dizzy. Yeah, it's like that's the physical manifestation of the effects of the mouth tumors that they've been getting. <laughs> like that, and he spins around, and mm, mm. Um, well, that's uh, in many ways they predicted it. <laughs> they, they predicted that, um, you know, with with that character. Obviously, that was came in before the mouth tumors. Or and, uh, did, did he predict it, or did he make it happen? It was because of him that that all the Tasmanian devils were like, "Oh, we got to fit into this popularity spiral," and they were like, "Let's get get me facial tumored up." Or or it was, yes, it was the character that inspired a biologist to give Tasmanian devils. Facial tumors. Well, they have a lot to answer for, don't they? So it was like one conspiracy that led to this new conspiracy where, well, no, they actually do have facial tumors, I guess, in this conspiracy. <laughs> okay, wait. Look. Okay, so first of all, we got to go back. We do, talking about the tribunal? Yes, and I then, think that's a sketch. Yes, okay. Yes. I think, I think the, uh, the internet tribunal, you know, and I, I think, I think that, you know, the, ultimately the more petty the, the, the transgressions that have been committed, you know the 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 better it is for us. Yeah, you reposted right. a thing on Facebook from Reddit and didn't say where it was from. That's, sure, I yeah. mean that's that's maybe even a bit too realistic. Dang. to be funny. No, but no, no. Beck, <laughs> no. You're, all right, all the about. best comedy comes from realism, and so it becomes even more funny, <laughs> Beck. So, well done to you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, but. Yeah, but but also it's great. Sorry, I was just I just kind of you zoned a, out, Alistair. Yeah, where were you? No, I know, but I don't know why I zoned out and chose to speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was probably a decision I made while I was zoned out. Yeah. Um, no, I was just gonna think because I think what's great about it about this tribunal is that we're what you're really depriving people of is is sort of endorphins. You know, mm. you're going all right. You're not allowed. Yes. To, you're not going to get these likes that you normally get and that you normally check for. To get that little rush of endorphins. So every time you 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 click on the thing on the on the little button for notifications, there'll be nothing there. Oh. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, nothing's going on today, I guess. Well, you shouldn't have reposted that fucking Reddit thing without giving credit <laughs> to the to the creator. Oh, do you think no one? I, the tribunal acts and doesn't say when it acts. <gasps> like well, it's a secret tribunal that just revokes rights without saying anything. It's just like now you don't have a could be thing. What if it's um. Oh. That uh, we <laughs> administer like some sort of a chemical that stops your ability to feel joy. Huh? I mean, that's yeah. what the internet is anyway. Uh, am I right, ladies? Uh, Wait, I've just rea- I've just realised that Facebook already has created a, a, a thing like this, where it's like if you point uh, post an outside link, then it doesn't show your thing to very many people. And so then you don't get very many likes. So you're like, all right, well, I guess I'll just won't even bother posting outside links. So you are kind of like being programmed in that way. Being punished. Being punished for trying to share the wrong thing. For going outside the walls of the empire. Yeah. Oh, they don't like that. We don't trade with foreign nations. It's like um, Japan in the 1800s. It's exactly like Japan in the 1800s. Facebook is Japan. Is is the Japan. I don't know anything about Japan in the 1800s. You just say exactly, it a bunch of times. Alistair. That's because <laughs> they had a blockade and they wouldn't let anyone in or out. A blockade. Yeah. Is it blockade? 
Blockade. Blockade. Okay. Sorry. Great. It sounds a bit like Powerade. Blockade. Powerade. Blockade <laughs> is like a new energy drink, right? Yep. That works by stopping you from using any energy. Stops <laughs> you from moving so that you can keep all your energy in your body. Or yes. it's, a, it's a brick. It's a brick of matter <laughs> that you eat, right? And you eat it. And then it allows you to not do anything. Yes. I, I call it cheese. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say KFC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a block? Right. You know you get your blocks at KFC? Or, or <laughs> I think that's it's a spray. A, it's a spray, block. a blockade spray, and you spray it on trolls. And then they go, they just disappear. They become they go blah, invisible. Blah, 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 blah. I think a fast food chain... That was called like blockade. The block. Right? The block. Oh my god! Is like all the their foods are like like say say it's like a Big Mac burger. They're they're equivalent of that. It's been just totally blended and processed and then like congealed into a like a little rectangular sort of a, a basically a brick. I, I shit you not. <laughs> I, good. Good. I uh, have a tweet drafted on my computer that just says, "Fuck all this circular food." Where's my square food? Nothing fits, like nothing mm-hmm. stacks in my pantry. Yes. Why, why aren't we doing square food more? I had a Turkish delight the other day. Not only was it delicious, but it, it, it stacks. So you can have, <laughs> it was you can very fit stackable. It's mm. stackable. You can fit it into a, a space. All of our food things mm. are mm-hmm. all square. Rec, like a, a fridge is a rectangle. Our lunchboxes. Lunchboxes. Nothing. Why are we. Our in, anuses. 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 Yeah. A rectangular. <laughs> Yes. Esophagus. It's all rectangles. Mm-hmm. Why are we why are we doing this to ourselves? Absolutely. Trying to fit these the circular only people foods who are on this train peg. are the bloody polenta chip people and they're oh. working with a shit food to begin with. But what if some of the people who've got people. something that's actually appealing could get on board, start making us some bloody bullion of uh, a you square know. banana. Yeah. That's appealing. Yeah. I'm <laughs> real sorry. It's appealing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I I am very much into that idea. Uh, So because, first of all, pantry is like, it's like really complicated Tetris because of the roundness of Mm. things. And also some things are just bags. Some things are bags. These are are sort of, uh, you know, without even, they're, they're unpointy polygons. They're sort of unpointy polygons. Unpointy point. Unpointy. <laughs> I don't know, but the corners would be good. No, like, corners would be good. Like I. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Oh yeah. No, you're right. I'm on board now. <laughs> Cornetto's the best part is the the end pointiness. Sure, but so, couldn't it be a triangular or or, or a square based pyramid so that you could you you could probably stack them. Like into rows like that. Like if you just put a row of them like that and you put one down there, one down there. I mean, you can't really see it when I say it like Al, this. I think you're with the circle people. You're making this overly complex. No, all no, no, rectangles no. all the time. Yeah. Rectangle. Well, I think, I, I think, I think you're right. I think, I think, you know, sorry, we're going to have to get rid of the Cornetto. All hail no, the no, Eskimo no. pie. No, no, listen, listen to me. The Cornetto instead is shaped like uh, a right angle triangle, but, but uh, like prism. Yes. So okay. so so it's got a uh, hypotenuse. Yes. Like that, right? And so that the other the other opposing one, when you put it on top of it, it creates a a rectangle. And then you have okay, that's prism. great. Wait, so you have to buy two cornettos at once too? You have well, to always you, have if two. You stack them. If you want to stack, if you want to stack them, you're going to have to buy more than one. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So then they come in a box, right? And so they'll they'll, they'll slide in sideways. And so so mm. they'll they'll. By they'll the way, we're now calling them cornerettos. Cornerettos. <laughs> yeah. And, it's uh, all corner. Uh, we're going to be able to use some of the sort of new old El Paso shell technology that they've found ways of making <laughs> shells that are different shapes other than <laughs> curved. Like yeah, that. I, I hope that comes out of patent pretty soon because that's going to be pretty crucial yeah, to yeah, our yeah. whole scheme we got going. Well, we might be able to sort of, you know, get Reverse around the patent it. by saying that we're doing it with a waffle instead of a tortilla. Eh? Let's work with the old El Paso people. They're already miles ahead in, Absolute, you're right. in, in, in pointed today. shell technology. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, what about a Mexican ice cream? <laughs> All right. Instead of ice cream, it's sour cream, but frozen. <laughs> and oh. instead of chocolate on top, beans. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yep. And the <laughs> and instead of enjoyment, <laughs> yeah, dissatisfaction. Dissatisfaction. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. There must already be an ice cream taco, right? That must be a. 
I feel like I have eaten it, but I've eaten so many things. I feel like you've eaten it as well, Beck. I've eaten so many things, I've forgotten. (laughs) It's probably something terrible. Okay, I'm going to name a food. You tell me whether you've eaten it. All right. Okay. Yeah. A, uh, like a, like a scour. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting one to start with. Yes. Like, have you eaten any, like, food version of a scour or just a scour? Haven't we all just, you know, they get in your dish. Isn't that like a hash brown? They're already in there. Hash brown? A hash brown with... scour for the soul. With sort of like a, with sort of like a, like a pesto uh, thing over the top. Mm. Would essentially, you could call that the scour. Yeah. Guys, Stout. we're getting off the ra- off the rails here. Well, why, how did that happen? I'm not sure. Wait, where were we? Okay, we were talking about stackable foods. And then before that, we were talking about, okay... It's the fast food place that that makes a brick. Yeah, I think that's all it is. Yeah. Like, right, and it's like it's, you know, and and instead of like advertising their different like um, KFC has like their butter butter popcorn. I don't know. I've never been butter Pop- popcorn. popcorn chicken. Oh, right, okay. or they're yeah. like KFC. mashed whatever. Oh. Right, it's all just like different sized cubes. KFC is the, <laughs> KFC is the Beatles of, of fast food places. <laughs> But but like all their advertising is like the two and a half inch by three centimeter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, like, try the new four by one and a quarter oh, feet. Hey, and I don't want like just the two cubes. by four. What if two by four. Yeah, if it's not bricks, what if it's po- like just large planks? Planks. Because that's how I want it. I don't like. I don't mm. think a brick is enough. I reckon a big plank, like a like a two by four sized. Well, it's just like a unit of food, right? That comes mm. out. Of a thing, I like right? It. And you just name a length, right? And you're looking up at the board above the thing there, and it's got yeah. all the different lengths that you can have. Or does it have like? Is there a ruler that when you come in, it's like you know the the things on You've rides that's like high. this high, but it's just got different lengths so that you know if you can fit it in your car. Because I feel like that's the big part. <laughs> you fit it in your car, <laughs> or, or, or not you your could, stomach? No, <laughs> no. But you, you you could keep the boot open, have it going out the yeah. back, put a little. Yeah. They give you a little red flag to put on the end. Yeah. Like that, and it says KFC on yeah. it or whatever. So, right. so that's great. Another bit of a place where they can advertise. <laughs> um, so yeah, it kind of has that that ordering a length like you get from Subway, mm. but you can order any length you want because it comes out of a tube. And that's the only <laughs> distinguishing feature between their different offerings is the length. Well, and also they don't. It's sep- all just the no. same. They don't separate substance. the foods. Yeah, they don't separate the foods. No, like in that they you know, combine it, the foods. Yeah, it might be chicken. So it kind of removes some of the some of the need to chew. Mm. Mm. And choose. And choose. So, oh, you think it's just one product? It's just one, one thing. And I think their slogan could be, it goes in like it comes out. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and, and I guess you could have the option of... Well, um, I guess that's... Uh, In-N-Out Burger could. <laughs> it's it really a shame just... that In-N-Out's already taken. <laughs> but what about just... I like the idea of it just being called bricks with an exclamation mark. I like that a lot too. Yeah, bricks. What about square peg in a round hull? <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's good. <laughs> I like I, 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 there's there's what's good about that is that uh, you get to think about your holes. Yes. And think, <laughs> are they round? I guess so. Yeah. Well, actually, is it round or is it kind of like is it kind of like a like a squinting eye? You now, know, which hole are we talking about? Yeah. I'm, okay, I'm referring. I'm are. referring to your th- your your throat hole, your, oh. th- your throat hole. Yeah, yeah. I, reckon, I reckon I'm for this this square uh, square peg round hole. If you can also like one of the extra fun things you get with the meal is a mallet that you can use to just slowly mallet the, oh, <laughs> the food into your mouth. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it like three D glasses that they kind of give you a disposable mallet, like sort of like plastic yeah. forks and knives? Yeah. <laughs> The only, <laughs> the only utensil <laughs> that they have are these disposable mallets to hammer it down your throat hole. <laughs> and what does it feel like to the touch? Does it is it kind of greasy or is it like does it feel fine? Like, I, I I hope it's kind of greasy. I, yeah. I think it's I think so you it want must it to slide down. in some way loop. Maybe maybe there's also like a spray. You know, maybe there's like a little ca- little squirty bottle on each or, table, so you can squirt it. Yeah, or <laughs> or like a little ketchup sachet of like kind of it's like a KY jelly, but like yeah. a food version, oh, so that yeah. you can like, you can help ease it down with the mallet. <laughs> you kind of got to lube up the end of the of the brick. And then I guess there also there also needs to be some kind of a plunger stick, right? Because like once you've got the end of it in your mouth. Oh. 
it's hard to keep hammering it down. Oh, <laughs> so God. you oh, need yep. to have like on a, everybody gets a mallet, a a squirty tube of <laughs> like lubricating tomato sauce, and well, like it's not tomato sauce. It is just a clear like gelatinous <laughs> okay. fluid. Mountain, some sort of Mountain Dew based. Like maybe that that's the great. base of it. Yeah, especially if it's okay. for the, yeah. the, the dessert your, brick. Your yeah. soft, your soft. It's your soft <laughs> drink. Because people have a soft drink with it. Well, now that just comes as like a pre-mixed, yeah. lubricating, oh. uh, flavored jelly. Cool. Yeah. Right. And but then you also need a thing that's like a piece of dowel with like a wa- a bit of wadding on the end, so that you can use that to hammer down the last of it. What if it's past? What if it's not the wadding? What if it's those weird rolls that you get? Uh, at KFC with your two-piece feed that always just a bit too hard. Oh. Like, I feel like that would be real good for... Like a little bread roll. Like a little a... bread roll to sort of just end it. Like, well, a, they... like a little edible mallet. Yeah, like a little edible mallet. That's nice. I think I think mm. this place is... Well, it's the stuff of nightmares. First of all, it's a it's it's a, it's a new eating experience. Yeah. Absolutely. And people are looking for that. Yeah. Right? It's... <laughs> Uh, the whole market at the beginning will just be people going, that's crazy enough that I'm going to want to try at least once. Yes. But people will and get And then addicted. if they survive the first visit, <laughs> they could very well bring their friends. Obviously, occasionally somebody will mallet the brick into the wrong <laughs> hole, straight into their air hole. All right? That's going to happen. the brick. <laughs> All right? That's going to happen at the beginning as people get used to this new eating way. Well, do we Because you really got to open up your throat because we're not tapering off these bricks. <laughs> we're not tapering that no. brick. We're not tapering it off no, and no. you got to start swallowing. Do we, do we, do, does, it, does each table need a staff member who can guide them? Is this your first time malleting a brick with us? Right? And then they can guide them through the, the process just so that we don't have quite as many deaths. You know those chefs that uh, they cook at your table and they do all like the funny weird... Yeah, yeah, teppanyaki, teriyaki. Teppanyaki, yeah. I reckon like that, but with the mallet, like maybe they can... Like there are supervised tables... Where mm. he's doing like fun, and then just like knocking all your friends. He's drumming on everybody's head, whilst next to him is this huge grinder that he's pouring like awful and sort of potato and things like that, and using the opposite end of the mallet because yes. that's what the chef uses, and that's what he sort of pushes it into Tamps the grinder. It all down into the grinder. Yeah, into the grinder. Meanwhile, the mariachi band's cutting their hair. <laughs> I mean, this is <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and he's also being percep- uh, like the, the percussion on people's head, which is really distracting them from the sound of the snipping nice. and their own screams. <laughs> look, I think it's perfect. I think it's the perfect yeah. place. Um, great. Well, look, we need to read through our sketch ideas. We have a fair few. Some of them are not fully fledged uh, sketch ideas, but um, <clears throat> but we're mostly there. Um, well, we've created several franchises, There's restaurants today. A lot and of I franchises. Think that's and, uh, it's, a, it's a good day when we come up with a couple of franchises. <laughs> I think it's important to come up with a few new businesses every time because mm. uh, industries are dying because of automation. Yes. Obviously, you know, any, any industry now that uh, ties, ties, yeah. ties ropes around people's hands and ties the, to the other, <laughs> the other end to an automated vehicle, uh, that is taking a lot of jobs away. So anyway, here's the sketch ideas that we have. This is obviously this is um, that the the originators of the the secret were uh, were the Beatles, mm. and when they first created their mm. original vision board, which was the cover of Sgt. Pepper's album. Yep. But they made that years before, and uh, they also possibly created the. Uh, they also maybe they drew uh, Jimi Hendrix and also created his career. Yeah. He, wa- he was he was looking to be work in IT at the time. Wow! Wow! Yeah. In many ways, they created modern music. They did. By conjuring into existence all those people on that Mm -hmm. album. And Aldous Huxley. And Aldous Huxley. They also (laughs) created Aldous Huxley, therefore also creating Brave New World, and therefore uh, they created a lot of HSC exams. Aldous Huxley. (laughs) It sounds... Aldous Huxley, it it sounds like... It's a man's name, but it also sounds like it could be a computing company from the 80s. Absolutely. I'm too yeah. young. I don't know what we're talking about. Well, the 80s were a period of time. <laughs> was there Americanization there? We had a lot of it, and we were very unhappy. But he was British, I believe. Right? Yeah. But did he? Did they also create scrapbooking? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Okay, all right. Sorry. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, <laughs> while we're here... I don't here, want to add another idea. Here, I'm very sorry. Okay, then we've, got, then we've got someone trying to get people to look into the... Oh, into the background of the Beatles. So it's just, there's a, he's, we're in some universe where people love the Beatles, but nobody knows anything about the Beatles. Mm. And it's kind of like a searching for Sugar Man type situation. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's a great, that's a great way of doing and it. And they're able to actually track down Paul McCartney yeah. at the moment. Turns out he's playing arenas all <laughs> over the world. <laughs> that's amazing. That's this is a really fun document. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, it's a mockumentary, but, it, where, but, but is, what's, it where is he now? Yeah, sadly, we, we were ch- saddened to discover that John Lennon actually died. Died in <laughs> the eighties. Yeah, and when we a, were saddened to a, discover that Ringo had. <laughs> <laughs> when a fan shocked to discover that or to see John Lennon in real life reacted out of sheer panic and shot him to death in the street. <laughs> Didn't he say, you're not John Lennon, I am? Oh, yeah, maybe. So, you know, nobody knew anything about John Lennon. Some to people the point thought where they, yeah, were they were John Lennon. He didn't have enough information. Yeah, if only is... we'd been more informed, John Lennon would still be alive. This is, this is genuinely a really great idea for a mockumentary. Searching for Beatles man. Yeah. <laughs> we thought it was all one man. <laughs> That's how little we knew. <laughs> Forget the fifth Beatle. We didn't know there was a second Beatle. <laughs> Paul McCartney, who many have called the, the second, second Beatle. Beatle. <laughs> Look, this is great. Um, alien civilization with bad entertainment. We send them our... But, but, they're, but they're also super empathetic. That's why their entertainment is so bad to us because they can... They just... They see a man walking across a room mm, and to them mm. they're just like, I am there, I understand. Yeah. Oh, I've, I under like the chicken crossing the road over there is not uh, that is not a, a, an anti joke. No, it is a goddamn epic. Yeah, <laughs> but but then it's so when they watch our stuff, it's like uncut heroin. Yeah, mm. it just they just can't believe the emotion and things like mm. that. And so when we send them, it, it turns them into uh, you know couch potatoes. The whole the society kind of crumbles a little bit because they become a welfare state because they're so empathetic they care about everybody mm. it's all universal basic income mm, mm. that's they they have it everybody's a billionaire there and, and now our tax you made the, the end of this sounds real good yeah can no, I no, get no, in no, on yeah, this yeah let's we're all gonna try to move there but the yeah. entertainment is not great ah. <laughs> it's all home improvement oh you have to decide whether you will sacrifice you know your eyeballs to home improvement yeah, for the rest of your you life don't, but everything else is gonna be okay you don't have to work but. All that's on TV is Home Improvement. Tim I've only ever seen one face. episode of Home Improvement. And oh. I quite liked it. Yeah. Oh, look, it can be fun. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, what a heartthrob. <laughs> I feel like he left through, like, I don't think he's in all the seasons. Well, Pamela Anderson got her start on Home Improvement. Pamela So we get to really? see. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So Home Improvement predated Baywatch? Baywatch, yes. Yeah. yeah. You're so, shitting me. You know, oh. you know this line? Anybody, everybody know what time it is? Tool time. That's right. Welcome your host, Tilm the Toolman Taylor. That would have been Pam Ann. Pam Ann. She said that. Yeah, she she was like the introdu- the introducer of the show. Oh, wow. I know. I, I know. I introduced this idea, but I didn't. I, I'm sorry. I didn't have that. Oh. Mate, I don't know enough about Pamela Anderson Mate. to be here. I'm no, really look, sorry. look. To be honest, I'm not 100 percent sure it's true, but because it's coming out of the mouth of a celebrity, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, also, and then so that, that that alien civilization is called Culture War of the Worlds. Yep. Right. Then we Thank got, you. and then we've got choir shop barbers, which are people <laughs> who who are, are they're a group of singers, but they go out in public and cut people's hair. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wearing funny candy striped <laughs> suits. Um, then, then we've kind of got the people who are like uh, either violinists at your kit, uh, at your table, or um, sort of like you know uh, those uh, rose for the lady kind of mm. women who go around and cut your hair at restaurants. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes when you when well, the, the, or mariachi band style, they do it while you don't even. They start without you asking you, and then that you you got to pay for them just to even it you up. Know, I think this is a real fertile area of like of, of com- I think there could be so many different. Versions of that. For some reason, like I pictured people the higher washer the higher and dryer for the lady. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like, like they come and they start giving you financial advice or like whatever it is. Like you just have endless. Um, is it and is it just free? Like you know how sometimes you come in and they there's like a free thing of breadsticks. 
Is yeah. it like that? So you get it for free? Well, no. But then they guilt you into it, like like the mariachis. Like they'll they'll play, oh, but so then they expect okay. you to pay them at the oh, end. Yeah, no, I th- I see it more like the roses, which is like you get a really overpriced rose, but you're kind of guilted into doing it because it's it, it seems like a nice thing to do on a date. You know, so it's like mm. Chevrolet for the lady, and you go, all right, I'll buy you a Chevrolet. <laughs> Car salesmen do it, yeah. but they just they go around with ba- a basket full mm-hmm. of car keys, mm-hmm. <laughs> pulling a, a big Chevrolet behind them. <laughs> <sighs> like that. You go. Oh no, that guy, the Chevrolet salesman's coming down. Oh, Don't make eye contact with him. Don't he's make, moving he's between dragging the tables. it through the, <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> the restaurant. Tables are being pushed out of the way. Um, then we have uh, triple-edged swords, and obviously, <laughs> no, not everybody's into that as I am. But what I've got in brackets, and I've also got knife knee in I there. I think the knife knee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that is that we've got, in brackets, I've got new sword technology. This could be, look, we do, we often do boardrooms of people coming up with new th- new, new sword yeah. technology. Yeah. I just thought, what if it's, you know, it's set in the modern day, but they're c- trying to come up with new medieval technology. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess like they're always trying to, because there's some classic things like like the yo-yo, right? Which mm. they're always trying to relaunch the yo-yo because they want to get a yo-yo craze going in schools. So they'll put mm-hmm. lights in the yo-yo or whatever. You know, if they could just get swords back in. Yep. You know, they're due a comeback. Due. Swords in the schools. Absolutely. Swords in schools. But also there's a lot of medieval films that come mm. out. Yeah. Mm. And, and people are always trying to revolutionize those by making them more exciting. And so somebody who has a rigid, thin sword that is like a triple or mm-hmm. infinite edge mm-hmm. sword. I guess mm-hmm. if it's a circle that is just very thin like a piano wire. Yes. Like that. Mm-hmm. Because a circle doesn't have any edges or tangents or anything like that. It's a, it would be an infinite edge sword. But also, which it, sounds great. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say that e- Elon Musk, as we were discussing with Knife Knee, yeah. will eventually he's either going to get us out of this matrix or or let us you know escape through time. So I think it's important to be prepared for when we can go back to medieval times and oh, really fuck them up. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank I think you. Knife Knife Knee is the is the way to go. Knife Knee, <laughs> as in like the the haircut the haircutting automated thing or um, or both. The, a bend a bending bring sword back, bring back the haircutting automated thing okay. to uh, medieval times so that it's always existed then that's great. and then maybe we can develop it further great yeah, yeah. like if you implant this idea back in medieval times then eventually it will become something that makes imagine sense imagine how advanced <laughs> that technology would be yeah. now of Pulling people yeah. between through legs and having their hair cut. Maybe other things could be achieved. Teeth well, brushing. While we're doing it, let's send the Beatles back to the 1840s <laughs> and see where music would have got to by now. Yes. Where were the, where, Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I got too excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. That's an exciting idea. Uh, we got the Internet Tribunal, uh, which, you know, there could be m- many tribunals for each sort of area of the Internet. There could be a Facebook tribunal, a Twitter tribunal, things like that. Maybe at some point somebody says, uh, you're out of your goddamn, uh, what's that thing you say for cops when you're, they're, they're jurisdiction. Juri- you're out of your jurisdiction tribunal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they, they try to sort of, you know, get involved in a Yahoo Answers thing or something. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, judge. <laughs> <laughs> people are really mean to the judges. <laughs> but I guess people are mean to everybody on the internet. So and that's why we get banished guys. to MySpace. Oh, no. No. Take yeah. him away. Take. I think that's just a nice place with music now. It'd just be like, yeah, Andy. get banished to just, oh, this yeah, is a nice tune. Oh, you're irrelevant. Andy. No. You're irrelevant, but you get to listen to nice music. Well. So that's another world. That's another world you could go to. And then we have the uh, malleting a brick fast food chain, <laughs> <laughs> which is one of the greatest ideas we've ever come up with. <laughs> Honestly. Um, Celebrity Beck Petraeus. Thank you guys so much for listening to the uh, podcast. Beck, where can people um, find you? I hear you have a presence online. <laughs> Many presences. Uh, you can hear me on Insta Hate Machine uh, with Chris Kennett, where we talk about the internet. That is a podcast. It's a podcast. Uh, you can also hear me on Friendship Mates. With that, Jack Druce. That is a podcast. That is a podcast. That is great. I wish I could keep doing it's this. An, no, no, keep doing it. Is this? You've got another podcast, don't you? It's an advice podcast, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mates. Uh, we, helped, we, we helped you out last time. I've got to listen. You've got to listen so that you, you have some help. Uh, and then we also have a YouTube show 
called Finding the Point, where we find the point of uh, different video games. Like oh, yeah. the Tony Hawk, where we discovered he deserved death. <laughs> See? See, that is important. And does important. he seek death or does he just deserve it? Nah, he it? just deserves it. No one's seeking Nah, he just Well, he, he, just he, needs he looks it. like he is seeking it a little bit. <laughs> well, he's certainly taunting it. Yeah. He's not wearing a helmet. <laughs> that is definitely the starting yeah, point. That is he's a, a real point. death tease. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But thank you guys for having me. Thank you it's so much real, for being on the and podcast. You are at Beckness on Twitter. Yes. And at Beckness on Instagram. No. No, oh, no, sorry. That's some woman in America who Don't. stole my handle. B E C N E S S. Yes. All right. She's an internet celebrity. And so. I'm stupid old Andy. Alistair is. I'm at Alistair TB. We are two in tank. Uh, Planet we- Broadcasting is a, the network that we are a part of. Yep. And we love. You. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.